Are you seeking a better way to accelerate your sales, to scale your business, to live a life with no limits? Accelerate Sales Podcast features global experts who have cracked the code to recurring revenues with proven sales systems and get you on the fast track to scaling. Now let's accelerate your sales with today's episode. Hi, I'm Paul Higgins and welcome to the Accelerate Sales Podcast, episode number 419. Today you're going to learn three key things. One is three options. That's right, three again, three options for clearing 60 to 70 percent of your work right wouldn't that be wonderful the next is what is a thought partner and how does a thought partner differ from a standard virtual assistant and the third thing is what top typically stops people i.e you from getting an assistant and most importantly how to overcome that if you're a first-time listener welcome and if you love what you hear please subscribe if you're a regular, always welcome those reviews. Uh, as always, there's going to be a summary of the show notes in what you're listening to on our website, paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast. And also, you can get a full transcription if you need. And before we go into our interview with Valerie, I'd like to thank our two sponsors. The first is the Cloud Consultants Collective. It's where like-minded peers are in a free slap Slack community. I'll say that again, Slack community. And basically they're, they're helping each other scale. So you can go to the cloudconsultantscollective.com to find out more. And the next is SendSpark. And it's a, an amazing video platform that allows you to send personalized videos at scale. It's got templates, it's got analytics. It's fantastic. And the best thing is it's going to be free for you for the first six months. If you go to paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash send spark so that's s-e-n-d spark you can get that so uh, today's guest is valerie and she founded chatterboss in 2017 after being an executive assistant herself to some of some of the best known celebrities in the world so well known she can't mention them and also some of the a a listers in corporate and she was the chief of staff loved the role but she really developed a a passion for effective problem solving and wanted to spread that broader. So she created a company and she uh, called Chatterboss and she uh, loves problem solving and genuinely she loves bringing people together. And that's what she does at Chatterboss. And um, they strive to solve customer needs, i.e. could be your needs, through a combination of intelligent technology, intelligent systems, and most importantly, intelligent people. So what I'll do now is hand you over to, to Valerie Trump-Pansky, and she is from Chatterboss. Fantastic having you here, Valerie. I'm very excited to be here, Paul. Yeah, same here. Look, uh, you know, having had or run a, a VA business for five years myself, and uh, I still think that every every founder, every business owner should have a computer, a phone, and a, and a virtual assistant. So uh, very excited to talk to you and certainly talk about you know, how that relates to the sales as well. But why don't we kick off with, you know, who are your ideal clients? Who, who do you love to work with? It is such a good uh, question, and, and we just get asked this question a lot. Um, and the truth is that we support all types of entrepreneurs. Our ideal client uh, is an entrepreneur and a business owner um, in 
whether it's an individual that is a solopreneur and they're running all of the operations on their own, uh, all the way to organizations that have um, hundreds and hundreds uh, of employees, and we're able to support not just that at that executive, um, at the founder and the CEO level, we're also able to support the executive team. So it's been really exciting to uh, watch uh, the different types of businesses uh, that we're able to support the way that uh, those businesses at different sizes uh, operate and the types of uh, support is a lot of times more similar, Yes, regardless of the size of the organization, than some people might think. Yeah, great. And, and what are some of the problems that you know, your clients have before they engage your services? Yeah, so a, a lot of the individuals um, who have been doing the administrative uh, function on their own, uh, it's a little bit like um, boiling the frog. And so they start in their um, within their organizations doing those administrative pieces of the business. And they do it little by little, and they don't start to notice uh, how much of their time uh, it ends up taking overall. Um, so the statistics that we see is that an entrepreneur will spend anywhere from 30 to 60% of their week bogged down doing administrative uh, tasks and projects. And so before they come to Chatterboss, uh, a lot of them are uh, are carrying this administrative burden on their own. But not only that, is that they do not feel uh, replaceable in their business because a lot of these administrative uh, pieces of the of, of what it takes to run an operation is what runs the day to day. And so these entrepreneurs are stressed to take a day off. Uh, they're stressed um, to go on vacation. They're stressed if they have to take a sick day or if they're not feeling well, uh, because if they're not the ones kind of plugging the holes to these hundreds of little administrative pieces, uh, then, then no one else is able to. And uh, a lot of the logistics of the business stop. Yeah. Look, and, and, and I was lucky, um, you know, working at Coca-Cola, we were had executive assistants and I actually even wrote in my contract because, you know, there was a time when everyone said, look, a computer will completely replace your executive assistant. You don't need them. And, you know, and, and, um, you know, without knowing the productivity, they couldn't measure the productivity, but they could measure the wages, obviously. So, you know, all of a sudden they all started to go. And I'm like, no, it is so important for, for me to have that, you know, 30 to 60% of 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 the admin out of my, my life. So I was very lucky and that's why I got into, you know, following uh, VAs when I went into my business. But for you, you know, you must talk to a lot of on, uh, entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners that um, – you know, it's like there's some barrier. There's some some barrier for them actually crossing the chasm to to get a VA. Because I don't find many that ever come back, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I do find it hard for them to step across. What what do you think that is, or what do you experience? And maybe you know, if you're uh, listening or watching to this, you can sort of you know, hear what Valerie's got to say, and it might be the trigger you trigger you need to actually go and get some help. Yeah, and I, I, I love uh, what you said before the question, because it's almost like there could be two barriers. Uh, one is uh, in the organizations, uh, in, in the larger organizations, I have seen so many times uh, large organizations uh, lose individuals in their C-suite 
because they believe that um, giving access to an executive assistant uh, is something that takes away from their uh, small business feel. It takes away, sometimes they feel like something from the core values. And I've heard organizations say, uh, this is part of the way that we operate. We do these things on our own and, uh, and, and they're proud of that. Um, and so those executives like yourself that know the value of their time uh, are increasingly frustrated uh, in these uh, types of uh, organization, especially for uh, as we're moving remotely, uh, because uh, before in a in-person environment, um, maybe there was, um, you know, more of this uh, structure that there is an EA for specific uh, C-suite individuals. And now um, it, it, it's rearranging a little bit. So that's very interesting, that, that point uh, yeah. that you're making. In terms of uh, entrepreneurs uh, that come to us that are the founders of uh, their organization, or rather why they're not coming to us where yeah. they are stuck, um, it can also be a few reasons. Uh, if they're too early, what they feel is too early in their operations, then uh, they feel like I can do it myself. Yes, And I'm going to wait until a very uh, specific financial ROI in order to start delegating. And yes. one thing that those individuals seem to miss out on is that the ROI is not calculated uh, for executive assistance always in the same way that ROI could be uh, calculated for other uh, types of positions or roles. Yeah, yeah, it's more of an opportunity cost, right? And we've all, you know, you've heard it before where, you know, it's your hour, right, versus a VA's rate. So let's say on average, you know, let's say it's even $40 for a VA, you know, your charge out rate's $500. There's an opportunity cost there. We've heard that before. But, uh, you know, once again, it's a bit like corporate where it's hidden. It's it's not as obvious, right? And there's so many times that I'll start mentoring someone. I'll say, okay, so you've worked on this particular project so what did you charge your time at they're like what do you mean i'm like well you know there's an opportunity cost of getting someone else ultimately you might want to sell the business you've got to actually charge your rate in there right your time doesn't come for free and i think that's yeah it's, it's hard for people to understand that that's great that's one what what are the others and i i think that that I'm sorry, I have to say on, on this same path, because it's so interesting, not just the value of the hour of your time, for example, um, but it's that ability to create white space. Um, yeah. So as an example, uh, I like to use that I had a client that had purchased the candle, the candle arrived broken, the price of the candle is 10 US dollars. Um, and this individual did not have the time to contact the seller, uh, make the, uh, you know, make everything. They didn't want to uh, throw it away because they're environmentally conscious and they also spent money on it. This candle has been on their desk for months. When this entrepreneur sits down at their desk, they're looking at the candle and it's broken. They know that they have to do it. They're not prioritizing it. And it is a distraction and it is almost like a failure. They're starting every day by sitting down at their desk as a failure and they're making the calculation, well, it could cost me $20 uh, to make this return and do all of it. Um, so it doesn't really make sense. And I also don't want to do it myself. And they get stuck in the cycle. So it's also very um, interesting to look at it uh, from that perspective as well. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And if you're listening to Valerie, you know, 
what's your version of a candle, right? Like I know for me, I try to have a paperless desk, but it's not always the case, right? So there's, you know, bills I've got to pay or there's all these things that everyone says, oh, it only takes two minutes, but right, it's if everything takes two minutes, then all your time's gone, right? It compounds, you're right. So uh, yeah, so what's your version of that? Write it down because, you know, and and we'll talk talk about it later is how you might be convinced, but maybe your partner, your business partner or your life partner isn't. So we'll get to that later. Okay. So that's great. So that's one. What, what are some others? And then in some of those other cases where an individual has had their business for a while and um, they've been boiling the frog, boiling the frog, and now they're at a state of, oh my gosh, everything is um, is on fire. If I take my time to start training someone, I'm going to get distracted and a lot of things will fall. So they get into the stage of, um, I don't have time to properly train someone. So I might as well uh, kind of stay on and continue uh, carrying uh, this burden. So um, we see it kind of at, 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 um, at, at those two extremes a lot of the time. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know, so often when I ran you know, the VA business, it was like, I'm too busy to get help. Right? And yes. it's like, you know, and it is hard. Like, you know, I've, I've been in that situation as well. And, and like you said, it, you know, I think, you know, um, you've got to make, the reason you're in business is to make investments, right? You make investments in yourself and you make investments in other things. And I think, you know, often I've found getting a VA is an investment. Like it's a little bit of a leap of faith and you need to take that leap and like I said, very few people ever return them, right? Um, you know, it's like once you have one, you never, you, you definitely never go back. So, you know, I know that, you know, you are part, let's say they've, they've finally got that. They've, they've got their um, VA. And look, um, just quickly, you know, from my experiences, you know, normally three ways. There's you can get someone through Upwork or, you know, marketplace platforms. You can uh, get someone direct or you can go with an agency. I highly recommend if it's your first time, go with an agency, right? And uh, you might tell tell, um, tell us, Val, or Valerie, sorry, wh- why? Why would someone go with an agency versus the other two options? Yeah, I, I love the way that you um, outline uh, these options and, and I agree with them. Um, and the reason that we encourage individuals, especially when it's their first time, uh, to lean on the expertise of an agency is because they're going to have uh, the processes uh, in place. And they're also going to help you uh, make that selection uh, process Uh Oftentimes, when something is not exactly in our wheelhouse, uh, it is harder to uh, predict uh, what are the kind of things to look for, what are red flags, what are not red flags. And oftentimes, uh, when we are um, hiring or bringing on individuals that are outside of our area of expertise, I notice that we start to look at everything as a red flag because we do not know um, how to make the selection. And further, uh, in those cases, we, we usually start the relationship from a place of mistrust because it's almost like we start by saying, earn my trust versus what we know yeah. in positive relationships is you give the person your trust and you 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 start from that place, which also then encourages um, positive behavior and, and starts to build that strong foundation. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, for the the small amount of margin that you 
add to the overall salary versus the opportunity costs of you training, you doing all the training, you doing all the recruiting, you finding someone if someone doesn't work, it more than offsets it. So I completely agree with you. If, um, you know, it's not just, you know, yes, um, Chatter Boss is a fantastic example, uh, but, you know, overall, always recommend agencies um, over uh, going direct or through Upwork to, to start with. So around if delegation. I, if I, I may add one, yeah, more, go for it. one more thing, which is that especially with our model, where I think is the biggest advantage, I believe that an executive assistant is such an important part of the business because as we mentioned earlier, those are the individuals that can start to run these administrative functions to make yourself replaceable uh, in your business so that you can uh, take time off. And so that also creates the, the one assistant model um, creates a bottleneck because if that person is then sick, this all falls on you. If they take a vacation, you're the one that takes it all back. So for that reason, I created a two assistant model with Chatterbus uh, where you get a dedicated assistant, but you always also have a backup. So you have at least a minimum of two individuals on your team um, and they're able to support and work together um, and uh, replace each other. So you have that uh, built-in uh, security system. And on top of that, you also have a team of specialists. So every time you do need an additional project, you, you need some extra copywriting, you need some extra design, you need uh, anything that is required, uh, some sales or something big has happened in your business and you need that additional uh, support, you can get it in a pinch with the uh, additional add-on team members. Yeah, and that saves so much time. Like if you just think as your Valerie is going through like, I need a graphic design or I need a whatever, whatever right? How do you normally find it? First, you ask your team to go do some research. Then you go and the team normally is you, right? Because you don't have a team as yet in a lot of cases. So then, you know, you you go into different platforms, you go into forums and ask, and then you get all these people, you know, like it's just so much of a time, time sink. Whereas, you know, I love Valerie's model because of that, They've already done all that work, right? And they're already proven they're trusted and it just saves you time so you do what you love to do, which is the most important thing. Now, you know, often people say, look, you know, I'd love to get a virtual assistant or a, a, an executive assistant, but I just don't know how to delegate. I, I don't know how to let go, right? So so how do you help people to uh, better let, uh, delegate? Yes, it's our favourite um, uh question uh, that uh, comes up uh, because we have from the beginning of our journey um, decided that uh, one, uh, we are more than virtual assistants. We are thought partners in the individual's yes. uh, business. And we're also delegating gurus. Um, and what does that uh, mean for our entrepreneurs? Uh, they do not have to come to us when everything is perfect. They have all of their SOPs uh, and everything is perfectly and neatly outlined. It's amazing if you're in that space, but it's not a prerequisite uh, to getting started. And so when clients do get started with us, their only homework is to complete a questionnaire. And from there, we do all of the homework. Uh, we prepare and we guide them. We make a roadmap and we will coach them on how to hand off their first few projects and tasks. Um, and so that is built in over uh, years of uh, training uh, individuals uh, who have grown from 
assistance to client success. And so uh, they're able to guide uh, entrepreneurs in our methods uh, all the way uh, from the beginning. And it's it's, it's really beautiful to watch. We have uh, not had the instance where an entrepreneur uh, wants to delegate and wants to learn to delegate and hasn't had uh, the the tools required. Plus, with all of our clients, you get unlimited access to our uh, client success team. And so if you are new at this and you are nervous and you're still getting kind of your sea legs, uh, you can work with your client success as much as you want to ask, you know, um, how can I delegate this better? Or this is, we had a miscommunication. How can we improve it? And so we have a lot of tools uh, within our organization uh, that we offer to our clients to assist in these kind of ways. Yeah, I think that that's great. And it was interesting. Uh, I um, played golf the other day with someone that works for Millay. So Millay, you know, is the premium white goods manufacturer. I'm sure you all heard. It might pronounce a little differently in, in your country. I'm in Australia, but you, you get it. And and he said, you know, I said, um, you know, why would you need service teams? Because it never breaks down. He goes, well, it, it's just amazing. We've got so many pieces of equipment out there that things just happen. But the reason you pay the premium is to get the after-service support, right? So we'll come to your house, we'll fix it, we'll take all your headaches away. And and what you've just described to me is a similar thing. Like you can always go out and get, you know, a very inexpensive uh, virtual assistant, right? There's lots and lots of them out there. But I think what you'll realise is once again, you it's your time and effort getting them up to speed. Whereas I love the way that you've done that. It's like a, you know, a, um, a valet service to really help support that. And if you're busy already, And, you know, you need it. The other quick one I'll mention is one of the reasons I know people say not, you know, I'm not ready to have a a virtual assistant and you may be thinking this yourself is that I've got to get everything perfect. I've got to get all my processes done. You know, no, we're just reorganizing. That day never comes, right? Believe me, that day never comes. And like you said, it might be 1% of people in the world have their SOPs and everything documented at the right time. And when they do, the second after that, it's changed, right? So don't wait for that and if you get the help from valerie that'd be great and if you got some ways of helping your your team help the client get their their processes in order and you know something that you know that you said right in terms of um wanting it to be uh perfect until you do certain sops all of that um, you know, I, I really believe uh, in uh, looking at kind of past behavior um, to understand future behavior. And it's yes. different if you you just learn the concept, right? And now you're going to do, you know, you're going to implement it. But if you are a person that knows about SOPs and, you know, you've read the books and the podcasts and everything, and you're still not implementing them on your own, uh, chances are you're just not going to because you don't like it. I am that person. I'm not going to document it myself, but I can work with others. And right now um, we have SOPs for absolutely everything within our organization. Everything is kind of uh, is is plug and play. And that's the merit of the people that are supporting. Uh, And if all of a sudden they stop supporting, um, you can rest assured that I will not be again, you know, uh, creating those on my own. It's just not something that brings me joy and something that I personally put off. And so 
um, if, if you're thinking about like, oh, maybe I'm going to do it, just consider like, how long have you known that you need to and have you? Because if not, then chances are. It's a great point. And the, and the other thing is you're probably not the best person to do the SOP, right? Because most, you know, you're probably more entrepreneurial. That's why you're in the business owner. That's why you're doing it, right? And your attention to detail isn't as good. And sometimes you don't know all the detail that goes behind something. And the best person to write the SOP is the person that actually does it, right? Because they're the one that are in the detail. You know, it's so much easier for them to do it rather than for you to do it. So, Yes, I, I completely agree. If you haven't done it before, it's a pretty good indicator you won't do it in the future. But also, it's just harder for you, right? That's not how you're wired. And I'm like you, Valerie, I'll, I'll run from an SOP, but I'll make sure that I have them in the team. So that's that's great. Look, um, you know, I think the, the you know, sales, right? The podcast is called Accelerate Sales, and that's what an owner should be spending a lot of their time on. You know, A, owners don't spend the right amount of time, and you may be in that situation. Uh, the second is that, you know, 50% of sales is typically uh, admin. HubSpot say that, Salesforce say it, and I know we did some research at Coke. Well, what do you find that your your people can help the client with when it comes to sales? Yeah, so um, one of the things that people are surprised by that they could delegate out uh, to an executive assistant, especially a thought partner uh, like a chatter boss assistant, um, is the one, the sales calls themselves because the assistant starts to behave like a part of your team. So, and I know that a lot of the times uh, entrepreneurs are afraid to give up the sales calls. That's like the lifeline uh, to the health of their business. Um, and so there could be hesitation, but we have assistants that are amazing at it and they know the business and they can uh, start coming in uh, to those kind of things. Uh, they can also do things as they relate to um, answering messages in that uh, sales uh, funnel. Um, they can uh, support with any type of, um, we do have individuals that are uh, supporting uh, with automation and things like that. And then maintaining some of those uh, pieces as well. So you can kind of say like, hey, this broke, can you uh, fix it and connect it? So anything that is uh, not in your own uh, expertise that requires uh, kind of uh, human maintenance uh, within uh, your sales is something that an assistant can do. Uh, we also have uh, assistants uh, supporting with writing newsletters. Uh, we have assistants uh, supporting with social media, uh, a lot of repurposing content. Um, so as an entrepreneur, if uh, let's say, you are uh, active on LinkedIn and you enjoy the long format posts of writing on LinkedIn, uh, but then it takes energy to repurpose for Instagram, all of that. So you can have an assistant that repurposes your one post into a blog post, into your Instagram, uh, et cetera. Um, so pretty much anything that you're doing now in terms of your uh, sales yourself that requires a human touch, uh, you can have uh, our assistants step into. Yeah. And, and look, you know, there's different models of doing it, but the one I always like, I just did this to a client the other day, just, you know, track, track your day, what you do, just do it in, you know, 30 minute blocks. And then let's just do a stop, start, continue exercise. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's amazing just, how much once you do that do it for a day do it for a week you know, even if it's on a bit of paper it doesn't matter but you'll soon see just how much opportunity there is because he was saying i don't need a 
Um, no, actually, this is the point I wanted to raise with you. So he was saying, I'm desperate for a VA pool, right? But I've had one in the past that didn't work. So my wife, who's also part of the business, said, sorry, you, you're not going to have one. You know, you had your chance, you're not going to have one. And, and I'm sure you've probably had a, a bad, or may have had a bad experience before, right? And, you know, how does, what, what are some other ways that the person that really needs it has got to sell to the person that's not as close to it. Have you come across that situation, Valerie? And, you know, what are some, some ways to, to get around that? Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've come to that situation a lot um, where people are getting burned because um, kind of going back to what we said earlier, they're going out on their own and then they're not having a good experience. And then uh, they're taking that to mean as I'm bad at delegating or this is just never going to work. Uh, So they're making an assumption for the future of uh, their, um, you know, potential delegating journey that this is uh, not for them. We believe that delegating is for everyone, but delegating is like a muscle. Um, So sometimes when you've had an unfortunate experience uh, uh, in the beginning, it's probably related to a multiple number of factors. And what's important is to understand which were the factors that contributed The nice thing about working with us is that we over-index on communication. One thing that we believe in is that because this role doesn't have templates, I think that it's really hard. Like you can delegate easier, I think, in other areas, but in the overall general realm of administration, sometimes it's harder because it's very specific. So your communication has to be really good. The person's communication has to be really good. And you have to have this compatibility, which a lot of the times we don't know how what to look for on top of processes and a million other things. Um, and so what we do is because you also have this client success team that's on your side, we decode and demystify what the problems could be. So is it possible that you can start with us and have a bad experience like you've had before? Absolutely. But what we do guarantee is that if you have one bad experience, you're going to be super clear on why you had it. Is it your communication? Is it their communication, Uh, et cetera? And you will walk away with enough information uh, to get you to that next step so that you can delegate well. Yeah, I think that that's that's brilliant. And, uh, you know, I think also having that, you know, that list and actually quantifying I think that really helps someone else see your world, right? It's easy to say, hey, I'm overwhelmed, I'm so busy. But if you actually show them the list and the hours and the breakup and where you're spending time, I think that that certainly helps to to get it across the line. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, the other, from my understanding, um, oh, sorry, I should ask the question rather than assume, but where are your, your uh, thought partners are located? Where, where are they in the world? So our assistants are based uh, primarily in the U.S., all over uh, the U.S. They work remotely. Uh, and we also have a team in South Africa. Great. And and do they do, like, is it similar tasks done by the different regions or are there different tasks done by the different regions? So 
um, the way that we um, the way that we're organized is that our uh, U.S. based uh, assistants are the ones that are at uh, the partner and at the pro level. Um, so those are individuals that uh, either you can lean on them uh, to run the entire operation, kind of with. Uh, asking for your approvals and so on, but it's when you're leaning on their expertise at the pro level, it's a do it uh, with you solution. So those, those are the dedicated assistants. They're US-based. Uh, our team in uh, in South Africa is at the administrative level. So this is when uh, you have low intensity process fulfillment uh, requests um, and uh, it's handled by our team there. And then there's opportunities uh, for growth uh, for those individuals uh, as well. So that uh, our clients uh, may also find that their uh, pro and partner level uh, assistants uh, are um, are based in, in South Africa as well. So it's a nice uh, cycle uh, where uh, teams uh, work together in terms of the training, uh, but particularly why it's, it is it is set up in that way. Uh, the majority uh, of our clients are U.S.-based. Yes. Uh, we have a strong belief that, uh, that your dedicated assistant um, should be in uh, uh, the country uh, that you are in, and that you, or, or at least where your your business operations are, and the reason for that is just to understand nuances. Uh, maybe there's a major power outage. Uh, maybe there is something happening politically, um, and so these are important nuances because we are uh, so focused on communication that people kind of know uh, intuitively, and so it's for that reason uh, that the assistants, uh, pro and partner, they start U.S. based, but our admins. As they learn uh, the 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 culture and the understanding of kind of what's needed, then uh, then then they're able to move up into those roles. So it's been really nice. Yeah, I think that's great. And and look, you know, certainly for us, we have uh, like you said, someone that can handle a sales call, etc. I think it's sometimes it's best to be in the country that that they're in. So if in the US, I think you know that that makes it a lot easier. But then what we have done, and I'm sure you've got some examples, is where the, your executive assistant has a VA themselves, right? So then they might be talking direct to the client and then you can do some geo arbitrage where you can get some people in different uh, different countries at different rates. So I think that's horses for courses and I don't think, don't mix up the two. And I think that the, the thing with getting someone that is a thought partner is more progressive, they'll actually help set up the infrastructure so then you can bring people in under them. I think if you go someone that is, you know, like, uh, Upwork or with um, direct straight away, they may not have that ability to set up and help you set up the SOPs, et cetera. Because I know certainly, you know, different countries are different, but, you know, typically in the Philippines, and it's not all cases, but typically, you know, they, they like to have it uh, fairly organized for them, right? I just want to follow this. I just want to follow this set, whereas different cultures have, have got different ways of doing it. Look, it's been uh, wonderful talking to you about, you know, how you help clients and i'm sure if you're listening and you really think oh, i've got to i've got to do more you know we'll give you all the links etc to chatterboss in the in the um link and it's not chatterbox it's chatterboss b-o-s-s but what about for you or what you know what are some of the best ways for you to get new clients into your business so uh, for us, uh, since we have uh, started the business, the majority of our um, sales funnel has been uh, from referrals. Um, and we 
run uh, ads and uh, we have our uh, social media uh, presence pretty strong, uh, but it's been uh, referrals in this kind of business. And I know that a lot of entrepreneurs are um, are in this type of a position where it's service-based. And so those individuals uh, that are coming through uh, that because it takes a lot of trust uh, with an assistant. And like you said, right, the first thing that you think of when you need one is you say, hey, who knows of one? It's almost like a nanny, right? A little bit, yes, you can find uh, one online, like cold, but your preference is like this person has watched your kids and and and, and they can watch mine. Um, and so it's a little bit like that. People find that their businesses are like their babies. And so uh, they really like when another uh, individual that they trust trust um, makes the, the, the referral. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you know, we're strange with humans. I, I read a something once where someone will take the opinion of a friend, right, that's got no experience in an area rather than take the opinion of the expert, right? So you just, you just got to be careful sometimes with, uh, you know, other people that are referring you, do they really understand the industry? Do they understand, you know, your capabilities? And uh, yeah, there's more to it, right? Um, I think that's the, the simplest thing. So what we're going to do now is just go into the rapid fire section where I ask you some questions, get some rapid fire responses. Are you ready for that? Yes. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So the first one is what are some daily sales habits you do to help you accelerate sales? Um. Daily sales habits. Um, I I have a sales team, which is amazing, and they have uh, some uh, wonderful uh, sales habits. Um, they do uh, outreach to um, to our clients, so you know our, our prospects. So we'll stay in touch uh, over a text and email. Uh, we also send videos, uh, so that's a fun one uh, that that we've been doing. So um, you know, for those individuals with whom we've connected or we haven't connected, we like to send a personalized uh, message that we record for each one. Um, so and 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 that's been working uh, really well, and it's been fun to create as well. Brilliant, and uh, for for your team, uh, how do they gain more knowledge about sales? Like, how are they getting better at their sales? What 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 resources might they be looking at that uh, you who's listening here can benefit from? So. I think that um, the team that we have, and it's one of our core values, is curiosity. Um, and so, you know, we're always all listening to podcasts, uh, we are reading books, and so uh, we're all sharing, we're reading articles and research, and we're we're sharing this amongst each other, and that fuels us um, a lot. And uh, the other thing that we also try to do as an organization is um, I personally love to be mentored. I am very coachable, and yes. it is fun for me uh, to brainstorm a lot with others. Um, so what I try to bring as a tool for our sales and marketing team is to have uh, individuals that can bring a fresh perspective, uh, work with us, and do workshops uh, with us so that we can uh, gain these additional perspectives. Yeah, brilliant. And uh one wish. If we could grant you one wish right now for your business, what would that be? I always like to say uh, that um, I 
I am aspiring for Chatterboss to be the number one remote uh, executive assistant service uh, for entrepreneurs uh, with the caveat that we are not looking for every entrepreneur that there is in the world, uh, but aspirationally, we would love to have every uh, nice and kind and self-aware entrepreneur. So we want to channel for ourselves these incredible uh, relationships. Uh, so if I had uh, one wish for us, it would be uh, to have uh, frictionless uh, relationships, not to have a friction for our assistants and for our clients to be uh, satisfied and happy uh, with each other. And like magic, when it happens to us in real life, um, it's, it's, it's really exciting. And as we know, with human communication, um, things do come up. And that's why for me, it's part of the a very kind of fun and interesting puzzle uh, to solve, uh, specifically with this industry, because it's the psychology of of the pairing and it's the psychology of the individuals. And so, uh, so in a way, right, I, I wish for there to be no friction, but in another way, it's fun for me to solve the puzzle. But of course, I, I index more on. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And, and the great thing is that, you know, you listening to Valerie say that they're the values you've got. So, you know, you're a great fit for, for Chatterboss. So the last one is what have you learned now in business that you wish you had have learned earlier? In the beginning, I had a lot of um, analysis uh, paralysis, and I still operate in this kind of a way. Um, but I really looked to um, get a lot of uh, feedback from uh, others. And sometimes it would make me spin because I wanted to incorporate all of this uh, feedback. And sometimes it was discouraging that the, the idea or the way forward uh, is not uh, going to work. So I think that, you know, um, if I could speak to my younger self, it's to um, have the trust that your intuition, like you are the one for your business yeah. uh, and, um and you know certain uh, things intuitively, um, and and you can trust with them. And I think that that's not to say to get kind of uh, power drunk and say everything that I touch turns to gold and no one's opinion matters, but to kind of uh, trust those things that uh, you're pulled towards some of the uh, the directions, uh, at the very least, not to dismiss them uh, and, and and to give yourself the opportunity to explore them. Yeah. And I think, you know, certainly in your case, because you came from looking after some of the, you know, the biggest celebrities in the world and doing it, you've got a really good understanding. So yeah, I think, uh, you know, trusting yourself and it's it's a bit same if if you're the same, right? If, if you've come from a background where you're solving the problems of who you used to be. So for me, you know, as a cloud consultant, now I'm helping cloud consultants, right? So you've got to trust that intuition a little more. Well, it's been wonderful having you on the show. So like I said, for you, you can go out and, and find more at chatterboss.com. So that's B-O-S-S.com. And there's a fantastic resource there. There's the 10 productivity zaps. So you can find that there. And there's a lot of other good resources. But, you know, I, I talk to so many business owners where they're saying, look, I just wish I had this, right? And normally this is exactly what you provide, Valerie. So I think it's a great fit. So uh, reach out to Valerie. As you can see, she's very personable. She's got a great team. And they'll look at uh, helping you because the best way for you to scale your business is get out of your own way. And this is a great solution for that. So Valerie, uh, great to have you on today. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. So that was a great interview with Valerie, uh, such a lovely person, but she just built a brilliant business model. I love the fact that she has you know, a team of two, so Noah's Ark. So if someone goes down, you've got someone else to help and also that specialist team. So you don't have to waste all that time trying to find them yourself and it's all beautifully communicated. So um, you know, share your learnings on LinkedIn. Just uh, post a photo of the, the interview and uh, thank Valerie and also go to uh, chatterboss.com to get the top 10 productivity zaps that she's got on the website, which is uh, truly valuable. Uh, Once again, all the links are in the show notes. Just go to paulhigginsmentoring.com. And why not share this with others? I'm sure you know someone that's overloaded and needs to get a, a thought partner or an executive assistant. So send it to them and uh, they will think you're a rock star and they will thank you, right? And I think some of the points she makes around, you know, getting over the fear of having one uh, will certainly help them. Uh, check out our solo shows. Don't forget that free Slack community, the cloudconsultantscollective.com. And next week's guest is Alison Strickland, and she's going to show you how to win more deals as a Salesforce partner right, when you're in a specific niche. And, yes, it's great that she's a Salesforce partner, but some of the learnings apply no matter what type of SaaS platform or vendor you support. As always, please take action to accelerate your sales. I'm fired up after today's episode. What about you? But, hey, before you go, learning is just one piece of the puzzle. Now it's time to put today's strategy into action. Head over now to today's show page at paulhigginsmentoring.com forward slash podcast and share how you'll put it into action. Be sure to head over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Tell me what your favorite episode is. And don't wait one minute more to gain access to your pulse check at paulhigginsmentoring.com. This could be the difference between struggling to get more leads and making this next quarter your best one yet.